This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Yeah. Let's meet. Welcome. Hi. Nice How to meet you. you. Let's meet. Nice Hi. to meet Hello. you. Hey. Let's Howdy. meet. On the 59th episode of Let's Hi. Meet Part 2 of 3, Hello. Kelly meets herself and decides to work at anthropology. Let's Kelly shows off her fancy belt. Nice it's finally nice okay to be pretty and funny. We all swipe right, and no one tries to curl Michael or Tim. I so one, one of my favorite comedians <laughs> growing up was Stephen Wright. And then, I love Stephen Wright. And then it moved from Stephen the Wright to, to Mitch Hedberg. Of course. Do I remember I, him? I don't look know. At, you gotta look at my phone. <laughs> yes, of course I love Mitch. I, I love the deadpan, the slow delivery. There are so many Mitch copycats out there, or people who will come to open mics and they'll just be doing Mitch-style jokes. I'm sure. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's, only, it, one, there's only one Mitch. Well, the, the fact is you can't look at anybody in the audience. You could turn your back away from the audience. Like, that's okay if you're Mitch. He was extremely shy, from what I understand. So, yeah. Actually. It doesn't work so well if you're just Carl. <laughs> just Carl. Yeah. Well, sorry, buddy. I don't know. He just had a, he just had a way about him. I thought it was, this was fun. See, I think every comedian that we've mentioned has, like, such a particular style and, or, like, the king of whatever. Well, that, the that's why you remember have. them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Times. They were different. Yeah. You have to be a little different and be a little ahead of your time to be. Do you think they were different on purpose, or do you think that that's just who they were naturally? Or do you think they they sought out this persona? I would love to be different naturally. I would love people to look at me and be like, (laughs) whatever she's doing, I've never seen that before. So I don't know how to figure that out. I mean, how do you figure out when in an age where, you know, you can get on YouTube and everybody's a comedian, or everybody's posting sets, and you see... Or, or, you know, podcasts. I think there's like a... Yeah, exactly. How do you differentiate? I mean, there's a list that comes out every year. It's like, top thousand comedians in the country. I'm like, there's a a thousand of us? (laughs) Jeez. I quit, you know? And I'm only like... Number 40? Oh, my God. I saw someone was posting about a comedian, and I looked at her picture the other day, and I was like, she looks exactly like me. She's got more followers than me. She lives in L.A. I'm like, I'm done. Just let her be the thing. And I'll be like, that's that's what yeah. I was going to be. Just say that's me. Yeah. And then just I'm going to go just, work like, at anthropology. Great. Yeah. Like, I just, our Face jokes tattoo. are different. But still, I was just like, oh, if you're if you're looking to fit whatever role. Yeah. There's like, you know, you're trying to find out what can make you stand out a little bit. Well, have you seen, have you noticed, I'm sure you have, but to me, after, what's the show? Last Comic Standing? Mm-hmm. When that came out, to me, there was, and maybe it's just because of the worldview I was in at the time, but there seemed to be an explosion of pretty female comedians. Mm-hmm. Like, there were a lot of them. Yeah, you thought they were hiding under a right. rock, and they just opened it up, and they're like, TV <laughs> oh show. Goodness. We're like, oh yeah. my goodness. And, and, with, all, and with all respect, yeah. before then, it was, I mean, Gilda Radner. There was Paula oh, Poundstone. Oh, no, you didn't. No, no, no. But you know no, what I mean. No, 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 no. You know what I mean. They were, they were funny. But they weren't like they weren't polished. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I know were, what you're going. They were great. For. You know where I'm going. I know where you're going. Yeah. But doesn't it seem like there was after the show? Everyone was like, like the producers, the people behind the scenes were like, we have to find sixteen of this woman in order to make the next shows happen, and then spread them out over the. So then you okay. have Whitney Cummings and Natasha Leggero. Mm-hmm. Who else am I thinking of? Kelly I Collette. Uh, no. 
Eliza Schlesinger, <laughs> yes. Nikki Glaser's really pretty, yeah, Rachel yeah, yeah. Feinstein, um, you know, there's, and there's April Macy, Esther King. Their, their comedy stands alone right. and is great in and of itself. But how do you how do you navigate that world where you have to you have to maybe you don't have to, but there are people looking at your your exterior right. instead of listening to your comedy. And that's a big issue. Well, first, I'd like to point out, we would never say this about a man. Well, that's <laughs> right? true. We would, they would never be like... <laughs> well, John Gabris, these- John Gabris says it for himself. He's like, I know I'm obese. <laughs> no, well, there's just like... But like, um, if you've seen The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel... Uh, just the first episode. It's the best. Yeah. I mean, so there's, in the second season, there's a booker that goes, who is she, a singer? And he's like, no, she's a comic. She's like, she doesn't look funny. Why doesn't she look funny? She's pretty. She just, I don't want to, I don't want her. She's not funny looking or, you know, so I think for a while you had to be different. You had to either be masculine to get up on stage because Mm -hmm. it was a man's world or you had to be, you had to like downplay your looks a lot because you didn't want them to be the center of attention. Right. And then there was a shift to like, you can be yourself, you can be pretty, you can even glam it up, doll it up, whatever, which is good because a lot of us still question, what can I wear on stage? And if I put a dress on, are people going to think I'm funny? Is it going to be distracting to the audience? Do they want to see a, a girl that's funny and pretty? Or th- would that make you hate me? Because a lot of comedy is either self-deprecation or, or an observation of vulnerability or... I don't even know how to say it. It's, yeah, I think it's hard for a, a very pretty person to get on stage and be like, I'm so fat. Yeah, or, or whatever yeah. it is, you know, would, would, like a typical joke that like somebody would say. That I would say. <laughs> where, where you talk I'm about in your, between pant sizes. Yeah, Michael mentions this a lot that he's in between pant sizes. <laughs> that's my that's my truth. So a lot of a lot of girls will when this is what I used to do too, I used to shrink myself a lot. I used to either wear like not cute outfits or I would say like uh Hey guys, uh, I'm such a fuck up. This is what I did, and try and make myself just sound worse, so that there were people in the audience. It's like, oh, this is not a person that has it all together. This right, is a right. person. And then, like you mentioned, Natasha Leggero. I mean, she has this persona of being rich and fabulous and famous, and, and I love it. And and it works for her because yeah. that's a character, and you don't have to hate her because how pretty she is, because she knows, and she's this fabulous person who gardens in a cocktail dress, and that's her thing. And right. and Ryan Stout, he. Is a really he has a really mean persona, and he says some horrible things on stage that are so funny, and he gets away with it because he wears a three piece suit, and he's a gentleman, and it's the gentleman saying this. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. one talking about you know yeah. special needs kids yeah. and things like that. So you don't take it as what they're saying is I hate this person. You're like it's a character that they're playing, kind of. Right. Yeah. So there's that angle you can go with it. But <laughs> sure. I don't know if I'm but, answering the question at no, all. I, I forget mean, what it is at this point. But at the same time, is that is that that's not fair. It's because not. you can't just go wear your street clothes and and quote unquote be taken seriously. No, no, and that's not. A not lot of, yeah, it's not. It's a it's a hard line to play all the time for women. I think, um, and I don't want to like make us sound like victims or anything, but you do have to question these things. Like you're like, like I've questioned what I've worn on stage probably every time I've gone on stage, unless I'm wearing just like a hoodie. I had a really a, a belt with a really big belt buckle, and I was like, ah, is this gonna make me look like I'm showing off my belt? Are people gonna be looking at my belt the whole time? You know, like I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, uh, after I'm done playing, I'm like, did I have my fly down the whole time? Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's my thing. I don't care what I wear. Your base is covering it up. Yeah, my base. I got water on my shirt the other day, and it was right, right here. And I had to like go on stage, and I was like, I'm just not gonna address it. And then like. 
20 minutes in my set, I was like, I just it. looked at them, I was like, it's water. And everybody just started cracking up. I was like, oh, okay, so that's all you were looking at the entire right. time. They're like, is she going to talk about that? Build up for that. They're like, is she going to talk about that thing next, on her shirt? For the next four months, you uh, just poured just, water that's on all yourself it's before a, you went out. It's a wet t-shirt act is what I do now, guys. Well, you found your niche. Yeah, there it is. I had to be different somehow. And you did it. Which is be exactly the same. No, yeah. Well, what do you... Let's move away from that, because I feel embarrassed that I even said anything. No! Don't feel... Okay. I feel bad that I said that Bill Cosby was funny. <laughs> Your hero is what like, you said. I still like Louis C.K. Rewind no. it. Listen to it again. Okay. No, because... Bill Cosby's my hero. Jerk. My goodness. No, this... You guys were very respectful, and I hope I don't come off as like, no, this is the way it should be, but I do like to say my opinion in a nice way, so that yeah. if I can change someone's opinion and just say, hey, this is how I see it... Yeah. Maybe you haven't thought about it like this. That's well, what I hope to well, do. That, Unless I'm on the internet, then I will fucking yell at you. Yeah. And <laughs> make people mad all the time. I'm constantly fighting with people on the internet, and I need to stop. It's I like a it. real no, bad no, problem. No, keep doing it, because I'm, That's I'm what the he king does of it. Too. I'm, <laughs> doing that. I'm a terrible person. I'm basically a troll. But, but you're, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to apologize. You also shouldn't have to be so overly concerned about what you wear. Oh my gosh! So to do anything, concerned. it's nuts. It's crazy because you're funny on your own. Oh, thank you. And so are these other, what do you call them, women? <laughs> broads. <laughs> so we prefer. So these other broads. <laughs> Everyone prefers broads. <laughs> yeah. We all talked, and that's what we want to be known as. Yeah, yeah. You you met your. And coven. you can call us the old ladies or uh, <laughs> old old so and so. Yeah. Ladies. Is biddies still a word? Oh, I, I haven't heard biddies in a while, yeah, unless yeah, it was right. referring to big old titties. I haven't, Uh-oh. yeah. That's not what These I meant to say. These biddies, yeah. Mm, it's a different... No, you didn't mean that. Edit that out. Yeah, please. No, wait. Section. <laughs> no, 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 but I think it's... I think it's, it's Welcome a, to Retraction it's Corner. A, <laughs> <laughs> no. Louis C.K. is a jerk. You're just going to edit this Here's so he'll Bill Cosby. He's, he's just doing drops. You're doing yeah, drops so you can put him in like... Cut him in. You don't know what you don't know until you don't know it. You know what I mean? So... You're allowed to have your own Actually, opinion. Like, I, of, yeah. I like to hear your perspective on it, too, right. because you were coming, like, as a female in the industry, saying mm-hmm. these are the people who I have to work with on the day-to-day basis. I had a booker come Very, up, very yeah. different from me sitting on the couch going, where's my next episode? I mean, <laughs> very, very different. When I, was, when I was 25, I was working at a club with my friend Matt, and the booker was talking about weightlifting or something, and he was like, Kelly, come over here. And I was like, what? And he's like, how much do you weigh? And I was like, uh, I don't know, like 120, 150. And he goes, he goes, stand still. And he pulls me over to my side and tries to curl me like a fucking weight bar. Yeah. And I'm just Which making, is very comfortable and I'm here. just making panic eyes at my friend Matt. Like, why the fuck did you bring me here? And what do I do now? Because we still have three shows to go. So it's either I stand up for myself and I'm a bitch. Like, please don't pick me up, sir. Yeah. <laughs> or I have to just sit there and deal with it. And I don't think that stuff happens to guys. But it was nice. Very rarely. Very rarely have you been weightlifted. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I try when, it. Yeah. When I was but. about 16, when I made, I weighed about 120, maybe at that. <laughs> That point, but no. When now. I was when I was eight years old, see, this is this is like she's asking for it, being the same weight as a uh, weight as bar. An eight-year-old boy. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> why didn't you get any why, taller? Why didn't you do that? If you didn't want this yeah. to happen, you would have grown you taller. Just that, left. What is that world though? That I, I, I guess because I've never been. He's not a I've never, anymore, by oh, the way. Good. I've never had that mindset of where it's like because I have friends who who do that and I'm like where do you come from where you have that mindset where you're like how much do you weigh let me see if I can pick you up which 
It's and funny. You, you would think it would be from where we came from, but it's not. The only no, person, it's not. Right. Yeah, we're from <laughs> Tennessee. We're from Tennessee. Yeah. The only uh, I'll say this: the 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 person who came to mind immediately with Michael, how much do you weigh? This person did not try to pick me up, but then confessed that they almost deadlifted me that day. Was Megan McCauley? Oh well, that's different. It was different because she could, but also because she could pick me up. Though. But she didn't try to do it like some of these other dumb meathead friends that I know. Let me pick you up. Get on my shoulders. I don't want to get on your shoulders. Why? This isn't a thing where you. At least you're to friends, come. though. At least you know each other. Like this is a well, complete stranger. stranger. Yeah. I guess you couldn't hear the quotes when I so, said friends. <laughs> they were friends. Yeah. Air quotes. <clears throat> So my, yes. my, when my wife was pregnant, she would walk around. We, People we lived, touch her. Oh, no. We lived in Memphis at the time, and you know everyone would touch her belly. She uh. hates that just in general. Oh, yeah, guys, don't please. touch no, people's no, no, bellies. No, no, no. It doesn't matter if they're pregnant or not. Just don't touch anybody. <laughs> don't touch anybody without, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. So, so, I mean, we actually got to know a lot of the homeless people in Memphis because we lived downtown. So, mm-hmm. like, we saw them every day. But this guy just walked up and he was like, hey, touched her belly. She had no idea what to do. So she froze, like mm-hmm. you were saying before. She's like, this is the only thing I can do. We're taught to be polite. We're taught to not make waves. So it's just like, oh, if I just deal with this for I, a minute, it'll be over. You don't want to get killed like, on the street. Either. Right. I feel like because everything's coming out, though, I feel like there's a new generation that's taught to speak up. Which and I think so that's really good. good. Yeah. And it's that's going to take a while. Yeah. <laughs> I spend a lot of time speaking up, but I still have this, like, not Southern mentality, I guess, but just this normalized growing up thing where I'm mm-hmm. just like, do I sound like a bitch? Does it sound like that I'm trying to tell them what to do? Does it mm-hmm. sound like I'm just being bossy? Does it sound like I'm a victim? Does it make- So you just still even question everything. You're just... You can stand up for yourself, but you're still going to feel bad about it later, I guess. I mean, you're going to feel good about it, but you could feel bad about it. Yeah. So let's transition. Yeah, let's talk about happy we, stuff. We've talked about I mean, these are, these, are, these are necessary things. These Am are I going to get kicked off the podcast? Never. No, it'll just never air. Ah! <laughs> Burn. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's coming up for you? I mean, uh, I, don't, I know this sounds like a rapid question. It's not. But what's coming up for you in the, in the near future and then a year from now, five years Ooh, from now? Ooh, a year from now, five years from now. Gosh. This is like an interview. interview. <sighs> yes. Like, where do you see we, yourself? We may or may not hire you. Oh. <laughs> That's what this sounds like. Well, I have a proven sales record. Um, <laughs> let's see. Coming up for me. Like I said, I'm doing Lap Fest, which will, which will be great. I am still working on this play that I'm trying to finish. Um, is it a musical? Uh, no, but Wait, I... Can it be? I, <laughs> can we play the music for you? <laughs> we can. Yeah, I would love to have some music in there. It's a horror comedy, which you don't it, see it a lot. It needs music. In the yes. vein of Jennifer's body. Um, but it's a fusion between the craft and Encino Man. Yeah. I know, wow. right? I'm just putting all the '90s movies together. I can't even imagine. Like yeah. sometimes I'm, I have a pretty good imagination, but I can't even imagine that. I, I'm actually it. seeing the whole thing. I'm yeah. ready for it. Though. Yeah. It's about three fourths finished, and I and I'm sure Brendan Fraser is available. Oh, probably. Have you seen him lately? No. Is he here? Yeah, he's, he's outside. Come on in. <laughs> yeah. Behind door number one. He was in your house the whole time. He just lives here. <laughs> He doesn't pay rent. How are we gonna pay? Thank you. Okay. I thought you were gonna chime in with me. Uh, he just said thank you. I mean, this he appreciated it. Again, this is how he, you know, reacts to comedy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't laugh audibly. I don't sing. I just hum in my head. I have a big crooked smile on my face. Well, good. Good. Um, what else? I'm writing a lot. You caught me out of time. You know, I just watched Punchline today, and I thought I was going to quit. So uh, no, no, no. This is that's it, why this went so dark. This is why I'm just like, you know, let's just talk shit about. Are you drunk? Um, are you this is not that ever. 
<laughs> you want to get in my car? I'm, I'm going to drive you around. Uh, brother. Yeah, I can't. I, I, off the top of my head, it's just going. You know, it's every day you, you see opportunities and you, you try and make new ones. Um, I don't know. It's just like probably like music with you guys. You're just always like either doing writing new stuff or working to fine tune the old stuff and then trying to find ways to put it out there and then. Trying to find ways of singing correctly. Yeah, just That's me. trying to get by. <laughs> That's me. It's a hard creative life that we've all chosen, you know? It's just, we like what we like, and you got to put it out there and be like, does anybody else like this? Is it's the this, life that we've chosen. Is this working for anybody? How gonna, gonna pay? pay? Yeah. We can't afford it anymore. <laughs> we can't say it anymore. We can't afford it. Yeah, we, oh yeah, that's, that's like going to be another thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. How would you like to pay? (laughs) We changed this a little bit. I feel like I bummed you guys out. Not at all. This is good. So let's talk about something that you did write. You wrote a show. Oh, Reservoir Dames. Yeah. Yeah, that was real fun. Okay, so all female parody of Reservoir Dogs called Reservoir Dames. Down so far. It was it was really fun. We had to rewrite it uh, a lot and create social commentary to not get sued. So we just put in a feminist twist, like, uh, you know, if they were all girls, what would they talk about instead? You know, we made the one girl part, which was the waitress, a guy, which mm-hmm. was really fun. Uh, we kept the names. Uh, we kept a lot of the storyline, but just rewrote a lot of the script and the plot. And it was really fun. We had two sold-out shows in Cincinnati. Um, and then I got a letter from Quentin Tarantino's <laughs> lawyer <laughs> saying to please stop doing this. And yeah. I was like, cool, it's done anyway. So that was really, really fun. Yeah. It sounds like something that, that he, if he actually watched, he'd be like, oh, no, I, I'm good with this. I feel like he'd dig it. I feel yeah. like he'd like it. We named, uh, we named all the drinks at the bar after... After all the characters, you know, and we made it like a cool interactive thing. We had the audience sit really close and we had some scenes go through the audience. I cut the ear off and threw it into the audience. I played Mr. Blonde, so that was a lot of fun. And I just got to collaborate with like really super cool chicks in Cincinnati that came from all different backgrounds, like a yoga teacher, a consignment store owner, um, interior designer, let's see... um, a butcher, a banker. A candlestick banker. <laughs> All of them. Uh, yeah, so that was really fun. That was one of the coolest things I did. Yeah. And so where can we see this? I'm just oh, kidding. Oh. We even, I was even like, nobody tape it. No evidence <laughs> that we ever did this, please. So there's it like, sounds great. There's like, like to see it. Yeah, there's like so. five pictures of us in our costumes and stuff. But everything was so cool. Like we had this, uh, we had two girls that were hairstylists donate their time to do our hair because nice. they, they were really like, oh, we love Quentin Tarantino. And then you guys know the bar, the video archive that oh, opened. Yeah. yeah. So I'm one of the Mias on the wall, which was really cool. Oh, when that's they, really when cool. they first oh, opened yeah. it, I, they were like, do you want to come do the photo shoot as a Mia? And I was like, yes. Yeah, which I found out I looked totally hideous as a brunette. Like they put that wig on me and I was like, oh. Well, to be fair, you all look the same. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, but like. I was my, like, there's Aaron and that's it. My face looks like, like a potato tell. when I'm a brunette. Like it just, it like looked so round and non-colorful. And I just, <laughs> I felt like. Mr. Potato had like she had like so close there. I was like, could never dye my hair. So one thing, yeah. So that was a fun experience to learn about. Potato face. That's a fun place to go. Do you work with Gorilla Cinema at all? Yeah, yeah. So I I've worked with Jacob a lot. He's actually read my play that I've been writing. He like oh. gave me back feedback because I respect his opinion. Nice. Yeah, Jacob and I have collaborated on a bunch of stuff. We did the Harry Potter reading a couple years ago yeah. where we read nice. the second. No wait the 
what's the child one? The they're all child's books. Yeah, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> but it was called like the the child. The Harry Potter had a kid. You know, like it's like the play one. We oh. read that in the bar. <laughs> Oh, and it was right really on. fun. It was. I just got a bunch of comedians, and we all read parts. That's and... what we play at more than anywhere else. Is there the, at the Overlook one? Lodge? Overlook, yeah. yeah, fun bar. It is and a fun Jacob bar. taught me how to play Home Alone last night, and it, he won both times. So I don't think he taught me correctly. What is Home he Alone? It's a card game. <laughs> he did. Okay, how do you play? Is it like a drinking game? No. Is there a lot of traps? No, uh, there are traps. Yeah, there, it's <laughs> just that makes sense. you get uh, the one player is a Kevin, and then the other player is uh, the Wet Bandits, mm-hmm. and so there are cards laid face down, and you have monetary. His hands cards. are going across the table. Yeah, as if to show uh, how they lay down. Oh, you're my very own John Madden. <laughs> and if you lose, your, you have to get a. I'm your Ron Howard in your hand. I wish. Yeah. Um, but there are. And Michael realizes there are three different ways to get. Yeah, that this is not this a great is a story. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not good at explaining because I'm not a fan of card games. But we played; it was fun. But uh, anyway, you try to collect twenty four hundred dollars. If you can collect twenty four hundred dollars from Kevin's bank, then you win. That's pretty but much always. They a set win. a bunch of traps. That sounds so, so it interesting. It was it was kind of fun, even though I'm not, I don't like games. I'm not a game player. I don't care about them. I'm not any a game type of player, game. ladies. I'm not a player. I, like I just crush a lot. I don't like to play games. Was it right, left? I don't even know. I don't, know. I don't so, even know either. I'm so far out of any kind of dating game swipe that I, go, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I, was, I think I was watching a show earlier, and they, they called it Face Swipe, <laughs> which I thought was a pretty good to name avoid, for it. Yeah, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know which apps those are. <laughs> I guess it's all of them now. Yeah. So, I think so. Face swipe. All that jazz. <laughs> Do you meet a lot of people who are in the face swipe world when you're out on the road? Yeah. Um, Is that a big thing that I hear about? Like, I hear that some of the comedians talk about how as they're on the road, they're meeting different partners in different places. Do you have to hear all these stories about them? Here's a, here's a story. I don't know if this will get me in trouble or not. But Sorry, Mom. Um, no, there's two comedians came to Cincinnati. One of them caught my set at the club and asked me to come to the other club to do a guest spot, yeah. uh, which was really cool. Nice. And he was with a comic who shall not be named, who I'm just going to refer to as Brandon asshole. Frazier. <laughs> you can tell us oh, later. Sure. Yeah, no, uh, this guy, all he was doing was Tinder matching mm, and then invi- inviting them to the show. This is how we oh, got yeah. so many women to come to the show. And then when he found out I was not single, would not give me a guest set. No way. Yeah. So that's how that works. That's wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Way to use now that I see power. Even further, how wrong I was. <laughs> it's just now, yeah. Not that I was saying anything positive. I said, oh my gosh, <laughs> I brought you guys some cookies. Thank you so much for the guest set, which is not something I normally do. But I was like, I had cookies for my birthday left over, and I was like, <laughs> I'll bring them as a sign of appreciation. Like yeah. I've been to this club before, but it's always nice to get a guest set just so <laughs> other people can see you. And uh, oh, you single? No, I'm not. My husband's a big fan of your work. Oh, okay. Turns the other way, doesn't talk to me for the rest of the night, and I don't get a guest set. Wow. So that was the one, and just kind of bragged about how many, hey, who swiped right on me and came to the show, and like half the audience like would cheer. I'm like, oh man, that's just so ballsy. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. That, that joke could go the wrong way real right. fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I also had a comedian friend, he would let me play with his swiper thing, because it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, I don't really just swipe right on everybody, you know, play the odds or whatever. And I was like, that's not very fun. And I was swiping right on people. He goes, no, not her. She's a selfie. And I was like, what's wrong with that? He's like, a 
girls who take selfies are so vain. And and I was just like, I take selfies all the time. And so I was just like. And then you're like, oh, no, I'm vain. Oh, and no, I love myself. Yeah, so it's just like another, just another way to make me feel bad. No, yeah, exactly. Question everything. Yeah, so people let me play with their accounts. That's always fun. I don't but, have yeah. an account, but I would totally give it to you because I really don't care. It's just <laughs> Well, you would never know the results, would you? No, I wouldn't. They make, they make like fashion apps now where you can just be like, which shoes do you like? These ones or these ones? So like the swiping gesture is a lot of fun to be like, I was gonna that say, decision, no. which one? I was going to say, is this for like children to practice when they get to Tinder? They're like, I can't do Tinder yet, but I can do this. I can choose it's these the shoes. It's the same thing. Yeah. Mom, I'm just picking shoes. I, I thought about that because there's like a there, there's a practice stock app where you can like you know like actually use fake money and buy stocks and then like oh, see how smart. it goes. And you mean Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> the fake he's, stock market is, is in, in fact <laughs> yeah. called cryptocurrency. So um, so anyway, it's like this kind of neat little game, and I was like, I wonder if they have ever made that for dating, like a like a fake dating app where you could swipe. Maybe even have See conversations. See how good you are? Well, no, and have these weird conversations. I think this was just like, called Russian bots. Like, you can, <laughs> you can do I that. I guess they already exist Yeah. There. Wasn't there an app, like, a while ago where it was, like, FaceTime roulette or something that, like, you could FaceTime and all of a sudden it would connect you with somebody else random across the world? Chat roulette. Chat right? roulette. Oh, chat yeah. roulette. That was terrible for me. And then, like, seen. little girls yeah. would be talking and some guys, like... Dicks out or something. I'm just Louis C.K. the whole time. Uh, no. um, but way to kill a podcast. Eh? <laughs> we just keep getting sadder. Oh, you guys want to talk about funerals now? Or? Oh, yeah. I'd love to. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. On the next episode, learn about Queen City murderinas and find out where we all worked in the mall. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's hey, what you doing? Hey, hello. <laughs>